Welcome back to the Vanquishers podcast. I am your host, Bryce. I'm Bradley. And I'm Randy, returning for week two. See if we can keep it going. (laughs) We'll see about that. You're the forever, uh, whatever it's called, guest. Forever guest. There we go. (laughs) Returning. It's like the guy that sleeps on your couch and just kind of one month becomes two, and then two becomes a year, and then before you know it, um, it's been like 10 years. But anyway. That's um, me. We're glad to have you back, nonetheless. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, Randy, we love you. Um, but for this week, we have a very special individual for you. Not, uh, I should say it's a little bit different. Yeah, welcome uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's uh, with us today. <laughs> oh, man. World of living. Um, He's a monster of a man, so it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, he is. Yeah, while he may be a monster of a man, the fellow that we have with us, uh, or that we're doing our podcast on today, is also a monster of a man. His name is Davy Jones. We're not doing it on uh, a group of or a species of monsters, but one particular one. Ooh. All right. So how long do you think it's going to be before one of us pulls like the pirate accent, man? Oh, I was just going to say it's going to be so hard to avoid it. Man, I'd say lean into it. Let's go. Let's but it's going to be terrible. I got <laughs> I a get bad old. pirate accent. It's like already old. Right. Oh, the actually, great thing is... Literally today, I was in my mom's car and she was listening to XM radio and I was just scrolling through and uh, there was the Disney XM and I was like, yes, okay, let's sing along some good old Disney songs or something. And it was all all in a pirate accent, this girl, and she was like, our mateys, let's get into this. And it was like just literally like 30 minutes of Pirates of the Caribbean music, but like kids bop. It was was crazy. I was like, let's get another, like any, literally any other, like, I don't even care. Just something other than Pirates of the Caribbean something. And so there'd be like one Hans Zimmer song, which was fantastic. And then it was like some weird, like kids pirate thing that was awful. I was like, can we please get some like Frozen or like something? Like, yeah. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean has some bomb ass soundtracks but not in kids bop format sorry no, nothing is not good in kids bop format <laughs> i mean the only thing kids bop is good for is drowning out your cursing mother as she spoils <laughs> off her mega karen <laughs> you haven't seen that, that video the experience. no oh man you gotta watch I it that was a very Classic. close to home experience that you had no no my, i heard the rage in mom. your voice yeah, sounded a little too close to home. Anyway, one other thing that commands fear and terror more than Karen herself is, is Davy the name Jones. of Davy Jones. And that's saying something. Is that a good transition? <laughs> I think it's a flawless transition, thank you. All right, well, he is uh, one that commanded great fear, even to the point that most sailors refused to discuss in detail. Pretty much like if you wanted to talk about that, be like, nah, man, keep swabbing the deck. 
Like, so it's like it's like uh, Voldemort. Where it was like, yeah. oh, you know him. He should who should not be named. Yeah, it's ultimately like a like a taboo. I think at the peak of like Davy Jones and his uh, myth, it was like you just don't you don't talk about him because it could be ascribed to like Voldemort, you know, or the devil. Like everybody loves talking about the devil these days, but back well, especially in the good like old days, superstitious pirates, right? Yeah. I um, mean, do, do you know, the... sorry, really quick? Do you, do do you know if he was a real person or was he just like this legend? Oh my goodness, dude! Written down. You were like skipping, skipping forward. Am How I? dare you? Yeah, we gotta keep on track, man. But I do know that, and we'll get to that in like okay, literally okay. like a few seconds. Oh my goodness. Um, but the name Davy Jones is often shrouded in an ominous and cold fog of mystery. To some, he is the god of the seas, the caretaker of the drowned, a saint, or to some, he's even the devil himself. Oh, he swings yeah. in a lot of different ways. Yeah, some I mean... Some people he's a saint, some people he's the devil. Yeah, either way. I mean, isn't that how all the best heroes are? To Wrong. some, they're a saint or a savior, and to others, they're a devil. Yeah. not saying that Davy Jones is a hero, but maybe yeah, all legendary right. people. Well, I mean, it seems like kind of all the monsters that we've talked about so far, in some aspects they were good, in some aspects they were bad, right? I mean, gargoyles were at some some things like defenders, and then sometimes they were evil. And uh, gar- gorgons were, you know, sometimes things of like warding off evil, and then other times they're turning men into stone. It's just like a really interesting. Like a lot of these just have very cool um, and similar overtones. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's kind of like the two types of people, like a glass half full or a glass half empty. You know. You have this legendary creature or character, and then some people choose to look upon it, that mystery as it's, uh, like, their mysterious presence is shrouding the good that they do, or other people is saying, nah, man, that mysteriousness, it's only half, like... It's just too much for me. Yeah, it's just shrouding evil and badness. Yeah, like, people who have had some of, like, the close encounters with them, like they've had an experience that they feel like it was was Davy like them experiencing Davy Jones. It's like, oh well, I don't like him. He's terrifying. He's a terrible guy because I experienced it and it was a bad experience versus people who are like just have heard of stories about him and like maybe have heard about him from like an arm's reach. They're like, Oh, he's not so bad. He's fine. I've never really interacted with him. And so it just depends on how much of an experience they have with them, maybe. Yeah, I wonder if that was prevalent at the time. If uh, people would like claim experiences with uh, Davy Jones, uh, or if like other pirates well, at like docks would just be like, "Nah, man, you're full yeah, of garbage," like, or or is complete opposite. What if he was a good person and like a, a defender of the faith or a saint or whatever, and like a good person but like very stern and very mm-hmm. like like a very stark protector of that, right? And so because of that, he came off that way, but people that knew him and knew him well or just had experiences with him knew he was good, but to to continue the legend, to make him out to be this monster of a man, the stories that were told about him were intentionally more of the devil part, negative to make people fear him, even though the people around him knew he was good. Sure. I mean, like you were saying earlier, Brad, is that uh, the legend of Davy Jones has like a lot of different possible origins, uh, and some of them were real people. Other of them 
would kind of seem more like tall tales or in reference to like works of literature and such. But in relation to the ones that were references to real people, I mean, if you were a pirate captain with the name of Davy Jones, you'd want to command fear. Oh, yeah. You know? You'd want to be known as the terror of the high seas. And in fact, there was a 17th century pirate captain with the specific name of Davy Jones, and he did sail across the Indian Ocean, but most historians believe that he was likely too small time, too garbage to be a DFA character. Sorry, Davy Jones, but poor guy. I don't I don't think you're uh you're that level. Sorry. Maybe he just heard about the stories of Davy Jones. He's like, I oh, that'll give myself I can take that name. That'll make me sound cool. And he just never he's over really here caught like up. A, he's over here now like a paddle boat. He's like, I'm Davy right? Jones. <laughs> I just start using the name, people will start getting scared of me. It's like, man, man. Yeah, didn't work out too well. You tried. Um, and then even more on like the low key spectrum, there was uh, some sailors believe the reference was an infamous to a was in reference to an infamously myopic sailor. That just means a nearsighted sailor by the name of Duffler Jones. Ah. Uh, and. The reason why he was nearsighted was he often fell overboard at sea. And I'm assuming by mistake, and so he was just like falling all over the place. That's <laughs> that's my Davy. I I claim him as Davy Jones. Like that. That's that's an awesome that's, image to have, and that kind of makes sense with like the Davy Jones will pull you down into the ocean. If this guy's falling into the ocean all the time, everyone's he like, like grabs people and he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to he's trying to save himself from falling overboard. And meanwhile, he's pulling people off the boat into the ocean. <laughs> I mean, if you pull, pull you enough, like, enough key people, maybe people will fear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what better guy to take care of the drown than the dude that's always like coming face yeah. to face <laughs> with it every day? That's true. He might not be able to see you and he won't save your life because he won't know you're there, but he's experienced. Yeah. Um, and then for some uh, more well-known, I guess, origins of Davy Jones could possibly even be uh, a biblical origin with the reference of Ghosts of Jonah, and that's the same Jonah in the uh, Jonah and the Whale story in the Bible. And in some versions of the Bible, God punishes Jonah for his disobedience, and he becomes the devil of the seas, after which his crew finds out, and they kill him. Sweet. So... That was kind of a bit new to me. Like I've I've read the Bible and I don't quite remember that rendition, but I know that the Bible is translated in a bunch of different ways and like uh, same Jonah has a bunch of different versions. Way. Yeah, that it's that Jonah. Which is a different version where instead of being eaten by a whale, he just became a devil, a demon yeah, of he, the sea. He just became a, a sick ass like pirate of the bible that's honestly a cooler story i well, prefer that over getting eaten by a whale in at this point like like there's either a lot of translations of the bibles or like literally just people are making this stuff up and putting it in a bible and say oh no this is the right translation no that's a whole nother story <laughs> like <laughs> sounds sick like Dude, give me that bible God did this? That'd be whack. let's put that in yeah i don't know man 
could be anything, really. I mean, I can't really blame him. It's a cool story. Yeah. And then uh, I believe that's where they believe the name Jones could have come from. But the name of Davy could have come from the patron saint saint of uh, David or the patron saint Saint Davis, who uh, many among the Welsh seafaring community believed saved them from the harsh nature of the oceans. So they kind of combined the two names from the myths. So like Jonah being Jonas and Davy being St. Davis. And then they kind of combined those two and it became Davy Jones. That's like the the combination of two people. One person was the devil of the sea, Davy or Jones. And one person was like the saint of the sea, Uh which was Davy became that's why it's there's so much confusion with whether he was a good person or a bad person because it's two people combined into one. A little well, bit of yin yang going on there. When I was reading oh. the part like about Jonah and you called him the devil of the sea, I honestly just kind of put devil and Jonah together, and I was like, devil, like, and it kind of like if you like mix devil and Jonah up and kind of like squint your eyes a little bit, it looks like Davy Jones. <laughs> if you're nearsighted, like Doppler Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're Doppler really Jones. This. <laughs> It must be me. I'm Jonah, yeah. the devil. I mean, Davy Jones. Oops. Yeah. And then he falls off. The and you're famous for walking <laughs> off the Jeez, maybe like the whole like reason behind walking the plank was just the dude just did it all the time. <laughs> He's like, where's the ship going? <laughs> and he just walks off. Oh, He's like, oh, that. I got a got a fish duffler out of the sea again. <laughs> Jones out of the sea. What an idiot. Ridiculous. Um, guy was but, constantly stoked. In like terms of like alcohol or like water? Well, both. Pulled out of the ocean. He was constantly just wet. His clothes were just always gross wet. Must Delicious. Be oh, man. But um, my favorite uh, myth that I found out about Davy Jones uh, and his locker was that a British publican or a pub owner referenced in the 16th century song Jones Ale is New with an E on the end of that new. I, I listened to the song. It was it was all right. Kind of not really my thing. I'm not good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, 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 really, like, it's a really old song. And so it's kind of like a sea shanty you know just something you chant with your lads when you're drunk in the pub or like kind of bored doing the rigging on a ship Mm -hmm. but it's not exactly what i'd listen to in my free time and there's several times doing the rigging on ships and i'm just like well let's let's sing a song i mean i did play sea of thieves with you and i believe that did happen yeah that's what i'm saying it happens all the time very yeah. familiar with the situation. I'm pretty sure most of our hours on that game were just singing with instruments in our head. <laughs> right? It was kind of the best part. At least when we played it. In the game other than that. Yeah. yeah. But this particular British uh, pub owner would get his patrons wasted and then imprison them in his ale locker to then sell them as slaves to passing ship captains. Pretty much like... Whoa. I I imagine like a ship captain will come by and be like, "Hey man, you got any uh, you got any wasted dudes in that locker in your back?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, here you go." So needless to say, this guy was not 
stand-up gentleman. Like the pirate version of Sweeney Todd. Yeah, right? kind of. And the story even gets worse in that the pub owner himself became a pirate after his pub went bankrupt. I wonder why. Ironic. Ironic. It's probably not good business to imprison your patrons. I mean, just saying. If you well, want to I mean, have repeat customers, yeah, I suppose. Like, I, like, I'm not defending his actions at all, but wouldn't the slave trade make you more money? Um, maybe just, he was I think, bad at negotiating prices. I was gonna say, like, he just must be like a terrible business owner. If like, but well, I mean, that. But also, like, like the amount of money that you make off the slaves can only last for so long. And if you don't have more people coming to your business to then replenish your slave stock to sell, you're gonna end up running out eventually. And if people are hearing about, oh yeah, every time someone goes to that bar, they go missing. It's like, all right, well. I'll just avoid that bar. And then there goes his main source of income through his business and his way of getting slaves. So, so moral of the story, don't kidnap or sell people into slavery because that just makes you just a terrible person that will soon become bankrupt and a pirate. I was going to say, don't. moral of the story is don't kidnap and sell slaves from your place of business. Separate the oh. two. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean... Two businesses is better than one. Exactly. You got to make sure you spread out your. Uh, so you steal people from the other pubs. Yeah, uh-huh. Shut down the other pubs, make them look like they're bad. So then you make all the money. Genius. Sounds good to me. Whatever his tactics were, they obviously didn't work didn't out. Work. And yeah, he yeah. resulted to piracy. As um, they do. And uh, he then stole a ship and went out to terrorize the Atlantic Ocean with his particularly cruel piracy. Was he Uh, a better pirate than he was a bartender? It honestly kind of seems like it. It's it's, it's that he would capture ships and then either decapitate or kneel haul uh, the crew. And what kneel haul means is that you tie a rope around the person and then you throw them overboard while your ship is moving and then they get torn up and banged around on the underside of the ship. When you ever hear that they're going to get like killed by the barnacles on the bottom of the ship, that is terrifying. Yeah, they get like shredded. And it's said that it was used as a form of like extreme torture. And if you did survive it, you'd have like incredible mental trauma. I I don't blame anybody for that. (laughs) I didn't think getting dragged behind a horse could get any worse, but that is the worst version is getting pulled behind a boat a ship yeah come on game of thrones get better yeah <laughs> i mean except like the ground is above you and you're drowning right yeah like that honestly like drowning already is like one of my like least favorite things in the world like just i the think everyone dislikes drowning no no i'm saying like like as far Biggest as like fears? ranking on the fear of like death like okay. that's one of the like but like that plus getting sure well, actually that might be better because you die sooner well um, it'd be, it'd be absolute hell. Yeah, it'd be real long it lasted. And you might not die through it, you know, it's a thing, so. And if you don't die, you're definitely getting some kind of, like, disease. Mm-hmm. At least when you get oh, yeah. pulled behind a horse, you can just, like, hope to, like, get hit in the head with a rock and then problem solved. Whereas when you're under the ocean, there's not really a huge chance of that happening. Yeah. I mean, you could hit your head on the bottom of the ship, but. I mean, yeah, you probably won't have too much distance between that, whereas, like. You might end up to come. I don't know. Who's to say? 
Regardless, it's bad. Either one sounds good, and I just glad I'm not a pirate that I have to deal with that possibility in my world. The more and more I hear about history, I'm like, I'm glad I live in this time period. Like, even though like it's like there's still awful things about it. Like, I'm glad it's sanitary. I'm glad for the most part, at least where I live, there's not war going on. Like, we have anyone who says. Anyone that says, oh, man, I wish I lived in this time. I feel like I was born out of my nope. time, and I wish I'd lived here. I was like, oh, you don't know. Like, maybe there's some parts that you think are nice, but I think you'd be surprised by the well, yeah. horrors of what w- the world was like, even, like, a couple hundred years ago. I mean, life expectancy a couple hundred years ago was, like, what, 45? Yeah. I'm half dead right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to hit my midlife crisis. <laughs> I mean, like, flushing toilets, man. They're the best. Just yep. saying. Yeah. Um, or bidets. Those are plumbing. It's going to be a hit. It's going to be big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so like we were saying, this fellow, he's just awful all around. And sometimes he'd even do away with the fanfare of like the complicated, you know, I'm just not feeling like decapitating somebody or like tying the knot, you know, it's hard. So he, he would just lock them in the hold and sink the crew along with the ship. So I mean, is that where like the the oh. David Jones locker came from? I think it is. I think also his ale locker is kind of where mm. that came from because you know you get locked in Davy Jones right. ale locker. And, and he drags then, you down to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and then it like that ale locker could almost be seen as like a purgatory before you get to your new hell. You know, mm-hmm. which is often how uh, Davy Jones Walker is viewed as uh-huh. just like the purgatory between life and death. Well, uh, nonetheless, this guy is not. This guy sounds a like good. a real charmer. He's the he's the bad version of Davy Jones. Let's go back, <laughs> let's go back to Duffler Jones. <laughs> yeah, Duffler Jones. Yeah, just the... the zany version of Davy Jones. <laughs> the simple dude that just fell overboard all the time. <laughs> I like that guy much better. Oh, man. I do as well. That last version of Davy Jones, he was a piece of work. Then, um, uh, and then there's some other just smaller versions of where Davy Jones' myth could stem from. Um, some of it could be from the West Indian malevolent ghost uh, called Duppy. Not puppy. That's not guppy. That's duppy. This is too many. Too close. In Caribbean folklore, the duppy are malevolent spirits that manifest in human or animal form. But I believe they're always remnants uh, of the soul of a dead person. And then they go out and they haunt people at night. So, you know, we're kind of almost like all these myths are kind of merging into one. You know, you have... uh, you have a pirate captain named Davy Jones, and then you have this guy that would just be inordinately cruel uh-huh. to uh, his victims with the pub owner, and then you also get like the ghost with the duppy. And the ghost would also, I mean, could symbol, I mean, his crew, right? Is that kind of what we're thinking, or like his ghost crew? I mean, not- well, I'm not saying specifically his, but like because he's the kind of like the devil, right? They're they continue to haunt people after they're dead. Mm-hmm. 
don't know. I, I could just be going off of the limb here and trying to make connections that aren't there. Like the no? people that he kills, then after he kills people and drags them into the ocean, then they become like ghosts they're in that, that purgatory, right? Other they're... people, yeah, for him almost, and just causing more pain in everyone else. Because yeah, purgatory, right, is in between, right? So these guys have to keep coming. Like they're haunt, like like ghosts or like spirits trapped in this world, right? Purgatory. That's I don't know. They can't yeah. move on, but they can't. Uh, you can't move on, but they can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> like they they're not alive anymore, so they can't live their lives, but they can't move on to the next life. So they're mm-hmm. in that purgatory. And, it's like, well, might as well make people up miserable like I am while I'm stuck at sea. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that, like, the duppy, because the duppy are viewed as, I believe, plural. It's not mm-hmm. just one single duppy, you know? Mm-hmm. And that that could be maybe seen as, like, his crew. You know, his crew is going out and, like, just haunting people. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh, man, that Davy Jones and his crew, they gave me nightmares and, like, are haunting me and such. Because I think the best, best case scenario of Davy Jones is just getting nightmares from him. I think the biggest difference, though, between this specific one and the rest is this one's Caribbean folklore, so it'd be like the natives, opposed mm. to European, mostly English lore. You know, most of it, most of the past ones were like either religious or just actually from someone specifically, like a pub owner or whatever, someone actually from England, and this one's in the Caribbean so whether that I don't know specifically it was the folklore from the like the people that were colonizing it or the like actual people that were there natively I think it was native because um I think it also kind of stemmed from this myth kind of stemmed the duppy I should say stemmed from Africa also in a way okay okay makes sense and so I think you know with like the European sailors coming and then trading with like the Caribbean Right. And such, the myths kind of got intermingled, and then you get like this ghost captain and his ghost crew. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It's pretty wild, man. Pretty wild. But in all my researching of Davy Jones, I think the most concrete aspect of his myth was his locker. You know, and in the old myth, uh, or this old myth is referenced in many works of fiction you know like the old stories like moby dick or edgar Allan poe's novel king pest and even in treasure island and davy jones locker was pretty much an idiom for the bottom of the sea a place where the drowned pirates and sailors after visceral battles or being thrown overboard for treacherous offenses would remain in like we said the state of purgatory before passing on to whatever came next so it's kind of interesting that I don't know if if this was like the originator of the myth. You know, I wonder if the locker kind of gained the owner of Davy Jones or if the locker was made after Davy Jones. Right. You know? which, which one came first, the chicken or the egg? Pretty much, yeah. I would speculate. Obviously, I have no like pirate degree or anything so i like you mean you weren't a pirate back in the 1800s you didn't go to pirate college come on i didn't i know but i would say the um the locker would have come first because 
I feel like that is something that all pirates would have thought, or maybe not even just pirates, all Navy people would have thought, mm-hmm. because most of them were religious at the time, I would say. Um, and so when you die, you're thinking you're going somewhere, but you're not in your holy land, right? You're you're just in this wasteland of ocean. Mm-hmm. And so you die, and I feel like this concept of a locker, a purgatory, a some kind of afterlife would... I mean, you're on sea. You're going. You're you're delirious most of the time. You're underfed. You're under. You don't have enough water. You know. You're 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 just not in the mental state. So Got this scurvy, exactly right. Like this would have sounded perfectly normal and not weird at all that you're getting your soul is getting trapped at the bottom of the sea or whatever. And so I feel like that, and then who like and then Christianity at least, but most religions have a deity slash a grim reaper slash something that would be ruling that underworld and then davy jones mm. kind of filled that place caretaker of souls yeah yeah something yeah. that made that like when you were talking right uh, brad that reminded me is uh so in almost every religion and nation that i could think of at least off the top of my head most of them have a tradition of when someone dies they need to make sure that they get their last rites that you have respect for the dead, that you bury them, you need to make sure that the body, yeah. if you mm-hmm. take care of them. Most of them have either like some sort of ritual or something. Like even Christianity, they have like the last rites of a, like a person to help them pass on and move on to the next life. And so I could see a lot of like when people are sailing in the ocean, it'd be a lot of different combinations of a lot of different religions, a lot of different nationalities, but all of them have the same similar belief. And so when they get lost at sea, there's no way that they that the crew could go and get their body and bring them back home. That body is now just lost to sea. And so mm-hmm. there's no way they're going to get their last rites. There's no, there's no way they're going to be able to get a proper burial. And so that's probably, like, I, I could see I, that being a part of that. Of, well, they're, they didn't get their last respects. And so they're going to be a tortured soul lost at sea forever. Kind of a- that's still kind of a thing today, right? Dog yeah. tags in the military. I mean, exactly. like we, we don't actually, I don't think most people actually think that truly would, you know, mean something, but like if you can't get that dog tag back, it's usually a lost soldier, right? They like, I, I don't know much about the military, sorry. But like if that, you know, if they can't recover the body, if they can't recover the dog tags and for some reason they don't know who it is, you know, like, like they're basically lost and they'd be an unnamed hero or lost person of war. And like, that's that's still something that we hold on to today. That like we want something back from anyone that dies. Right. I know in a lot, like a lot of cultures, you know, if they don't get the body back after somebody has died, you know, whether that be because they're just not able to obtain the body, say, in like this case, they drowned. You know, there's no reclaiming that body. Is that it's they're pretty the soul of that person is pretty much thrown into purgatory because they're not able to have like you were saying the last rites given to them. Or their mm-hmm. guidance into the right. afterlife. Yeah, so I definitely think that's uh, probably what it was. Is that it was just a purgatory that uh, was just specific to the pirates of the sea, mm-hmm. or even the sailors, and then they created this uh, mythical caretaker of the souls. You know, because dying at sea, you're almost guaranteed to be lost into the ocean and never be able to be recovered like i would say 99 times out of 100 if you die at sea 
your body's not coming back. Even Whether today. even if you die, even, yeah, even today, even if you die on the boat and you're totally fine, most of the time they toss your body overboard because otherwise they're going to have to have a dead body on their ship for who knows how long. And that's going to spread diseases. That's going to cause so many problems. It's just not worth the trouble. So being on, at sea, if you die out there, it's almost 100% that you're just not coming back. So you can see that. Mm-hmm. Food yeah. for the fish. It's just that mentality of, well, you die at sea, you're just lost forever. Just sent to purgatory and you're just never recovered. Which would just be... That's sad. That's why the ocean is a terrifying place. way to live. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in terms of uh, Davy Jones, I think my favorite rendition of him would probably be his rendition Sorry. in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Second to SpongeBob. <laughs> you know, or SpongeBob would be a close second. Um, and we'll touch on SpongeBob in a bit. But oh. as for his Pirates of the Caribbean form, um, I really like this form because it really made him into this uh, fearsome and ruthless captain of this just super advanced, deadly mm. ghost ship of the Flying Dutchman. Um, and to cover a little bit of the origin of this story, uh, this version of Davy Jones is uh, a tale of a love-stricken sailor that falls in love with the sea god Calypso. He was then given the legendary ship, the Flying Dutchman, and tasked with the ferrying of souls to the afterlife. But this came at the terrible price of only being able to set foot on land once every ten years. Um, but... That one opportunity to get on land is where he would be free to be with Calypso and probably do a bit of smooching, I think, is what he was thinking. I feel like the pretty good uh, assumption. Yeah. But, unfortunately, Calypso then stood him up at the first uh, interval of 10 years that he came on land. (laughs) They didn't even do one! She didn't even be like, hey, man, uh, I'm going to do this like three times and then ghost ya. He's like, nah, <laughs> here's this cruel job. See you later, bud. Whole operation was your idea. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know why you love the sea. Like, what are you angry about? <laughs> but... Even with immortality, like, he's he's going mad, right? I mean, like, uh, oh, yeah. Pretty sure from the movie, he's mad. Definitely. Um, I mean... And, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, he just has, like, a whole lot of things going on. And like you were saying, from this uh, moment, you know, he felt, like, I just think the deepest betrayal from Calypso. He just felt tricked and betrayed. And then he then was like, you know what? F it. I'm abandoning my duty and becoming a ruthless, brutal overseer of these souls entrusted to me. I'm not going to like be nice to them, not going to take care of them. I think he has a quote that goes something like, life isn't fair, so why should the afterlife be? Yes. So that's pretty much his view. Is just like, you know what? You died. Screw you, man. Get to work. No rest for the wicked. <laughs> and boy, is he wicked. Yeah. Um, but then he kind of just goes on a rampage and it's just 
being super cruel to everybody, and he plots to blind Calypso into human form and to tear away her control of the seas as a revenge for her. You know, it's like, you gave me this power, you betrayed me, now I'm going to take away what was probably your favorite aspect of your life as well. So, question before we continue. Yeah. Why, at least, you know, in this movie, did he hate pirates so much, but not the British Navy? Was um, that ever, like, talked about? Like, I feel like he's, like, he did still blow up their ships and whatever. He didn't, like, have any, like, a soft spot for them. But, like, he just seemed to hate pirates. He was jealous. Didn't want Calypso falling in love with any of those pirates. So you gotta kill them all before the, before they start to develop a relationship with her. I don't know. Maybe she's that's a pirate kind of girl. That's why she, he hates Jack Sparrow, because uh, Jack Sparrow and her were friends. Right? I mean, I actually don't think he particularly hated pirates, because I think he indiscriminately just, um, like, obliterated wayward sailors and such. But uh, to bind Calypso into human form and to take away our control of the seas, he pretty much used the brethren of like the nine pirate lords to do this, you know, so he colluded mm-hmm. with them. And so it was probably like a respect thing, you know, where they're like, I'll respect you, Davy Jones, because you're basically immortal. We can't do anything to you. And he's like, hey, man, cool, but don't let me see you slipping. Otherwise, I'm gonna blow you up, too. That's exactly how the conversation went. I remember it. I remember yeah, I it well. Think it was, I think it was recorded. He like put up a mixtape or something. I think I think you need to film the next part of the Caribbean movie. I think I mean, that'd be an Paris awful Paris. idea. Which one is that? The yeah. kids? Oh yeah, no. That was the trident. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. Um, yeah, no thanks. Um but so after he bound Calypso into human form and he got his revenge. He was still too much of, of a salty dog, and <laughs> he uh, cut out his own heart and locked it into a dead man's chest, and then or into boy. the dead man's chest. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. And then he, uh, out of fear of mutiny from his own crew, he's like, I can't put my only weakness, my heart, or uh, keep it on the ship. I need to separate the lock and the key, essentially. Because anyone like, would want to steal that from him because they're all, right. you know, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think his. Achilles could have learned. Achilles could have taken a lesson from him and <laughs> maybe put some protection over his only weakness. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be smart. I mean, Davy Jones, he's a smart dude. He's mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure a master tactician. Oh, and, sure. Uh, you know, and I think his own crew really hated him because. They were sent to the He's afterlife. A human being. And yes. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sure they would have killed him. Yeah, but yeah. he he then hid the uh the chest on the Isle of Bruces. Sure. I don't say it, I think. Sorry if I butchered that. Um and then as a result of him abandoning his duty, he became monstrous in appearance as his appearance kind of merged with the fauna of the sea and he then gained a beard of 46 exactly tentacles very specific exactly 46 not one more not one less and a uh, bulbous sac similar to the head of an octopus that would protrude from the back of his head 
And he had a crab-like left arm and right leg uh, because he did not have a peg leg, but he did have kind of like a gimpy walk because of his crab leg, which was pretty much a peg at this point. And uh, those crab appendages were covered in barnacles, and he had a greenish hue to his skin. So I'm not going to lie, the scene where Will Turner finally stabbed the heart, um, or I guess it was Jack Sparrow guiding his hand, whatever, and seeing all of, and basically like all of the crew, just all of that like sea stuff was falling off them and they became human again was one of the coolest scenes because like, I wonder how Davy Jones would have looked, or he did, he did transform, didn't he? But like, just seeing like them become human again. Maelstrom. Oh, yeah, so we did not see that. Oh, uh, Calypso turned him human for a second. That's what it was when he was in the prison. Uh, Um, Or when she was in prison. Whatever. Uh, It's not my point. But, like, seeing... And it was because they had, like, been at the bottom of the sea, right? Like, that, they went under mm -hmm. the sea. They went to the bottom of the sea, which is, you know, where we were talking about before, where this purgatory was. Um, And so... They they collected all this stuff. This stuff they went from human to these monsters because of that purgatory. The longer they're there, the more they became monstrous. They became part of the ocean. Yeah, because I'm not sure if uh, his job description included in routinely submerging the Flying Dutchman (laughs) for like years at a time. Hygiene was not high on the list. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but after uh. His uh, revenge was gotten. His rage was not satiated. He then proceeded to terrify the seas with his brutality, preying on wayward sailors. And he'd either force them to die or join his ghost ship, which they would then be doomed to eventually become part of the cursed ship. Kind of like how uh, uh, Bootstrap Bill, or Will Turner's dad, kind of merged with the wall. and It's just a fixture. A creepy scene. Yeah. It was really creepy. And isn't like water always like falling out of his mouth? I've always found that kind of unsettling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, dude, just like spit it out or like <laughs> swallow it. Make up your mind. Yeah, it's like he's like constantly like on the precipice of drowning. It's yeah, like, I mean like I, I guess like their whole like respiratory system would be full of barnacles or water or whatever. Oof. Yeah, not pleasant. Well, and, and um, their servitude would be like constant torture, probably. So, like that could be one of his. There's just that constant feeling of drowning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his crew were given a raw deal. You know, if you did choose to join them, it'd be a uh, hundred years. It's out, at least that's what Jones said on paper of uh, servitude. But then, the more time they served on the Dutchman, the more that they lost their humanity and mutated, kind of like uh, Davy Jones. You know, mm-hmm. you saw some crew that had like a head of a hammerhead shark, or other one that had like the head of a moray eel. You know, mm-hmm. wasn't there one that had the head of like a shell? Like his head was just like, <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, and he lost his head. Yeah. <laughs> like what the heck? That and guy's then, a that's the body was completely sentient it was able to walk around yeah. it. i mean it's funny but at the same time it's like it's that's awful yeah, it's <laughs> so awful oh, man. but um i mean this wasn't a blind rage 
for Jones, though. His terrorizing the sea uh, was not without purpose, like I said. He was searching after several legendary artifacts during this time, such as the Sword of Cortez, which I looked it up. It's just pretty much a sword that made you nearly unstoppable. Sweet. I don't think there was any specific power that it gave you other than just like being a being a freaking monster of a sort. What else do you need to sort? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he actually got it, though. Um, and then he was also looking for the Timekeeper, which was, I, I believe, a watch that could turn back times, and he was hoping they could turn back time to that first break in his tenure Mm. or servitude and they could like meet up with Clipso, which I don't think that would have helped, man. That that yeah, lady right. would have still been running away from you. Yeah, she still was a goddess. Like <laughs> she cared not she, for you. I don't think she missed her appointment on accident. I think she was yeah. purposely avoiding it. I don't think yeah. she was like, oh no, I'm running late. What a shame. No man, she definitely stood you up. Sorry. It wasn't care. working out had one appointment in 10 years and I missed it. What are the chances? Crazy, man. Also, sorry, back to that, like, once in 10 years, his his crew could step on land, right? Yeah, his, his crew could. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, because, like, he, did he have to, like, eat and drink and stuff? Because, I mean, once every 10 years to get supplies is not nearly enough. It was every, like, couple months. No, yeah, he, but, but he did not water. need to eat or drink they were essentially immortal okay like his crew and himself like if i can remember yeah if i can remember correctly i guess they're dead right yeah yeah basically purgatory undead yeah so i mean and this immortality came with a bunch of different uh neat tricks uh, especially for Jones, like some of his abilities would be that he could phase through solid objects, such as walls on his ship. And he had a form of teleportation with his ship just diving down and then resurfacing very far distance, distances away. Um, well, and, was, and, and just he, really fast? well, and he could teleport from like his ship to a adjacent ship. Oh, could he? he did that, that, yeah, because there was that like ship that like crashed and was like, in the process of sinking and it was like broken in half by the kraken and then mm-hmm. there's like a couple like the survivors and will turner was on it and they were looking through the glass and then he just appeared or was that i'm like messing my movie but yeah he literally like, teleported from his ship and all his crew like what basically like, walked through the walls of the ship to the other ship it was weird i've not seen yeah. these movies in a very long time i mean because I'm, I'm just not realizing read... it was jack sparrow that he saw that saw it not will turner doesn't matter because what was that i just said what's the difference between the two i basically became Um, the same person by the end of the series yeah i mean i guess (laughs) but um yeah so he had some form of teleportation um and then he was also superhumanly strong which gave him a huge boost in sword fights he was pretty much unbeatable and a student arm yeah, his crab worm, which could snap swords in half like nothing. Lamp. And I believe at a time he could also like just throw people around like nothing. Yeah. Um, he also possessed a form of clairvoyance. Pretty much, uh, I believe if he wanted to, he could know where like ships or people were on the high seas because he could always kind of tell where Jack Sparrow was 
and whatnot. Because he kind of has like Calypso's some of Calypso's powers, right? Because she gave him his power. So like yeah, I, I believe so. Like a kind of like uh, Aquaman, where he had like could like feel things through the ocean, could feel the movement through the sea, the motion so, of the ocean, motion of the ocean. You could tell where sea where ships were through the ocean, things like that. I guess he could feel little ships and big ships. It mattered not. All that mattered was the motion of the ocean. <laughs> but um, he was also a master swordsman. He was pretty much unbeatable, I believe. He beat Elizabeth Swan, which I mean, sorry, she was kind of a novice. He beat uh, William Turner, who was quite proficient, and also I believe Jack Sparrow disarmed him, but it didn't matter because he just broke his sword. Like I was saying, it was a tie. You can't beat Jack Sparrow. Oh, man, you can only delay the inevitable. (laughs) The only Uh, person that can beat Will Turner was Disney by firing him. I mean, Jack Sparrow by firing him. Rip. Pretty much, yeah. Sorry, man. Got a raw deal. But uh, he was... He then then became Grindelwald and then got fired from that as well, so... Right? (laughs) It's hard times all around, man. Um, Davy Jones was also experienced in naval tactics, uh, and he commanded the legendary Leviathan, the Kraken, that would hunt sailors bearing the black spot, uh, and interestingly enough, any of his crew were able to give out that black spot, but only Jones was able to remove it. Just hmm. kind of sucky for of, anybody that gets it. It's a and lot of power to put into your crew. <laughs> Just like, yeah, anyone. You could just send a massive monster after anyone. Yeah, you go for it. Who cares? You got to yeah. mess with the Kraken by putting out people that are always on land. And the Kraken <laughs> so confused. Kraken <laughs> like, stop doing this, man. I can't reach those people. Person's like got a petrifying fear of water, so like they never even go near the ocean. It's just like, oh, promise. It's a guarantee they'll never even come close to the Kraken. Right. So- just like always getting like a marker on your mini map that you can't remove. <laughs> so it's a, uh, it's a, uh, just goes off the map. Yeah, what is this going quest. to? It's a side quest that you can't finish. It's a bug. You can side never quest. 100% the game. Uh, Sorry, awesome. Kraken. <laughs> he also c- captained the advanced ghost ship, the Flying Dutchman. Uh, and the Flying Dutchman is not only a formidable ship, but is able to enter the limbo-like dimension of the locker. You know, because in the Pirates of the Caribbean, the locker wasn't so much literally on the bottom of the ocean as it was like a alternate dimension almost, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, um, and his ship can enter it like at will when other, if you want to enter it like they did in the third movie, they had to go like, to the end of the world. The end of the world, yeah. So I'm like... Pretty nice uh, feature his ship has to do that. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, you pretty much get access to your own dimension. It's pretty sick. It's a pretty sick deal. Yeah. And uh, he also had access to his immortal crew that uh, were like him, merged with various oceanic fauna and gained their respective abilities. Do you think the crew ever got jealous of each other? 
You're like, man, I wanted a hammerhead shark head. All I right, got I mean, is a conch shell for a head. Like a Vic, Victor Crumb from Harry Potter became a shark in the underwater one, right? Like he right. was able to swim like a shark. Like I'm taking that instead of a like a weird what, mermaid like, thing. Yeah, like yeah. a clam, or frog, like, dude. I, I chose a cl- like a like a barnacle. Come on, <laughs> you yeah. know, like I would yeah. be so jealous if I got like one of the garbage transformation. I'd be like, oh come on, man. I want to be at least something cool looking like a jellyfish at the very least oh man i got like a seahorse it's like bounce around i feel like the real losers are the people who got shells because those yeah. aren't even like they aren't even real like living objects yeah They're just inanimate rocks basically well the like, guy that had the shell had in the sword fight, like a, man. he was yes, like a man. big uh hermit crab i think right yeah <laughs> that's that's oh, yeah that's right yeah, but um, uh, Davy Jones, I think his most notable ability was his immortality. He uh, had no discernible way to kill him except for stabbing the heart that resided in the dead man's chest. You know, I think that probably somewhere along the line he got shot with a cannon or a couple <laughs> cannons, and it just didn't take. And he's like, ah. Oh, so do you think that's awful? It would it would just bounce off of him. Do you think that it went through him and his body would heal? Like how what what kind of immortality do you speculate? Um, I think even if you destroyed like his entire body, he'd just reappear on his ship. That's I think it was cool to that extent. I was thinking, yeah, okay. Yeah. So theoretically, he was more durable than normal, but still relatively mortal before he cut out his heart but then once he cut out his heart he basically become became completely unkillable because like, kind of... theoretically, if he still had his heart in him and then you shot him with a cannon if it hit his heart theoretically he'd be st- he would that still would kill him yeah, but it's it's almost like vampire rules you know right. of like you can do whatever to him and he i mean like he's not abnormally durable because they could still stab him with swords and such but right. It just, just wouldn't like matter. Yeah. I think I, he'd, be, he'd be relatively unkillable if he still had his heart in him, unless you got like the lucky hit and ended up hitting him in the heart. But once he cut his heart out of his body, he then basically became completely unkillable, unless you knew like the very specific trick to get him. Yeah. And so props to him for being able to cut out his heart really well to yeah. kill himself. Pretty <laughs> smart move. Yeah. Um, he had. Only a couple of weaknesses. He did still significantly love Calypso, you know, he still loved her, even though it doesn't seem like that love was mutual, but I think I read that they both uh, ended up together in a form at the end of the third movie. I think it's called a simp. The guy's yeah, just who's simping for that? He's just a really hard. Undead sea simp? Yeah, I mean, like, on the bright side, you have plenty of of access to her bath water, right? So, oh, gross. Jeez. <laughs> oh, too, too soon. Gross. Yeah, but even though Jones was immortal, he still did feel pain. You know, like if you stabbed him, he'd be like, ah, you know, and like that mm-hmm. really hurt him. Classic but... reaction getting stabbed. Ah, ah. ah I mean, it's some variation of that. What you a know, shame. Like, add like 20 decibels to that and you get the same effect. <laughs> I just want to believe that he's always it. Everything is just like it hurts him, but it just hurt in like a mildly inconvenient way. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, 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 ah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it was just kind of a mild convenience, you know. Chop off his 
Army's like, oh, come on. What the stuff I've learned. Yeah. Right. Um, but his uh, not- most notable weakness, like his uh, most notable power, is his heart and Dead Man's Chest. If you got to it, you could essentially blackmail him into doing whatever you want with his significant power over the, over the seas with his Kraken and his ship with those dope-ass triple-barreled cannons, dude. So Which is, you know, a feeling huge... Suicidal. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, that's like a like huge downfall. Person, though. Right, I mean, like, like you, you basically are one of the most powerful people in the world, and then you lose... All, you don't lose all the power, but you lose 100% of your free will. And like that, just like that's like too big of a downfall for the like a very cool super. I mean, I I would hate immortality, but like for a cool power like that, like that's a that's too much of a downfall. Like yeah, I w- I personally would have yeah. put the heart in the Mariana Trench, but you know, just wait. <laughs> but how is he going to get to the Mariana Trench? Is the problem. Um, he's master yeah. of the seas, and he can okay. just drop it. I guess he could teleport to it. So, but is yeah. it landlocked? No, the Mariana there? Trench is the middle is of the ocean. There? It's like the deepest it was... part of the ocean. Okay. I was thinking it was like a uh, part of a uh, lake, like a really large lake, but not actually connected to the ocean. But no, I don't know if like... well at all. So that's where I was like, but is it? I don't, I don't know. It's like northwest of uh, Australia, I think. Ah, uh, okay. Um... Well, I guess now I know where to go. Time to get book my flight. I thought it was landlocked the entire time. I'm ready to go now. No, it's, that it's very much not. Um, and then I, I think that's pretty much most of his weaknesses and powers. And then, uh, like, like Brand, you said before, Davy Jones does appear in SpongeBob, which I've never seen the episode, so I don't know why I even mentioned it. It's many, and they're pretty good. Um. Oh. But in that, I mean, Davy Jones is just able to, like, transform into, like, any horrible creature he wants, you know, because he's kind of like a shapeless ghost, almost, mm-hmm. if he wants to be. Mostly just, like, a creepy green old dude. You know? Oh, so so he wasn't even alive. He he was also dead. Oh, he was a ghost. He was a straight-up ghost. Super That's ghost, pretty yeah. legit. Yeah. Um, so he's, like, Beast Boy, but, like, of the sea, I mean, <laughs> kind of, but it, I think he like shapeshifted mostly to like try and scare people, you know. Okay. He, he so, almost like, took more of like the duppy approach, you know, where he's just like okay. giving you nightmares and uh, scaring you rather than doing anything super significant. It could be just because obviously it's uh, SpongeBob, so they're not going to go too far and you do too much like crazy stuff with it but is it ever alluded to in the spongebob version that he ever is like actually anything more than just like a kind of ang like an angsty wanting to scare you kind of guy or like do they ever mention of him actually being like a hurting people or dragging people down to the locker or is he ever is he only ever just like i'll creep you out i'll give you nightmares well, his locker is mentioned. It's just literally like a gym locker with like oh, okay. socks in it. You know, that makes sense. That's, that's what I imagined when I was a kid. <laughs> so I didn't yeah. realize that there was another version. Another um, they're story. taking more of the uh, that Duffler guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
I mean, he does possess significant power. Like, he could grant, like, any wish if he wanted oh, to. Oh, wow. So he's kind of like a weird, like, genie. I don't know, man. SpongeBob, their powers yeah, are, like, yeah. nebulous at best. That's what I was yeah, like, I mean, it's possible. We can't dive into his abilities too far. That's, right. yeah. Yeah. But, that's but I was just curious if they gave any more of, like, a backstory for him. Of, like, he used to be, or he does still do, like, his actual lore responsibilities of dragging people down to the locker but like in the show they only show him doing real zany jokes or if they don't ever mention that i mean he did try and get like a spongebob patrick and squidward to like serve on his ship for eternity but they got out of it so So i think it is kind of i would not want to see it gotcha i could not stand spongebob for more than like five seconds yeah, not put him in my crew. Oof. <laughs> I think that's that... actually like one of the reasons why I got rid of him. Makes it sounds sense. like that classic story of like you kidnap a child and the kid just like sings songs or like screams nonstop, and so finally right. the kidnapper's like, "I'm fine, go get rid of it. I don't care. I changed my mind. I mean, send me to jail. I'd rather be there." Seriously. Jeez. Um. Okay, though I think. This has been a little bit of a lengthy episode, yeah. But in closing, I feel like, I feel like Davy Jones is pretty. He deserves this. Yeah, he deserves it, man. The man deserves respect, and for that, we give him a few extra minutes. That way, he doesn't drag us down to his locker. Better safe yeah. than sorry. I mean, I already hate boats already, so yeah, I'm probably go. not gonna go out into the high seas anytime soon. No. But you never know. But thank you, Bryce, um, for this great episode. Yeah, man. It, it was very eye-opening. And I think that uh, Davy Jones definitely commands more fear and respect out of me. Totally. After cool. researching all of this. I I would honestly like to see him as, like, maybe, like, a boss in some, like, more, like, video games and such. That'd be and, sick. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to stop at boss and just, like, make a, like, a reality TV show where he's a boss. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! He's just like an undercover boss on your like pirate ship, and he's just like, yeah. "Look at these decks, dude! They're atrocious." I, man, I, the new... I need that. Oh, that'd be so good, man! Like SNL, you can have that one for free. Just let Seriously. me see it. But anyway, thank you all once again for listening to us. You know, uh, find us on Spotify or Apple. And once again, like I was saying, just thank you so much for listening to our show. It means a lot to us, and this has really become a passion project of ours. And we hope to keep on doing this for many weeks to come. So many come back. Years to come. See you guys hey, next week. Yeah. 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 Tune back in uh, next Monday for another one. And this but... will be like Randy for the first time. So yeah. See how that goes. It'll be a dumpster fire. I mean, it'll be great. All right. Thank you, guys.